This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. It's said that being the parent of a child is the biggest job you'll ever have. But can you give your kid too much attention? This kind of involvement actually cripples our children and takes away the very thing we want to instill, which is the self-esteem that comes from working through your own challenges. Then, over 20 million have the disease, and 50 million are at risk. It's diabetes. We'll talk to a medical expert for what you can do to prevent and treat it. If you look at the obesity track in the last 50, 60 years in the U.S., and then if you follow the diabetes track, typically 10 years behind the obesity, you'll see the same thing happening. Those two stories, and a lot more, are coming your way on this edition of InfoTrack. The show begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Are you too involved in your kid's life? One expert says most parents are. With a look at this, plus some other unconventional thoughts on parenting, here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Our guest is Laura Gauld. She directs the family education programs for the Hyde Schools based in Bath, Maine. She's also co-author of The Biggest Job We'll Ever Have, Find the Right Balance Between Character and Achievement for Your Child. Laura, welcome to InfoTrack. Thank you. Great to be here. You're a proponent of quite a few principles that fly in the face of conventional parenting wisdom, so let's just try to go through some of them. Okay. One is that many parents are overprotective and sometimes even too involved in their children's lives. Now, let's start right there. What do you mean by too much involvement? Because I think a lot of parents think they're not involved enough. Right. Well, certainly you can't be a good parent without being involved in your child's life. So I agree with all the wisdom about that. I think what we're seeing, though, now, we used to call it the helicopter parent. That was a term around with the hovering parent who's trying to micromanage everything. Now what we even see is the snowplow parent, the person who's out front taking away any obstacle, any potential failure out of the child's path. And this kind of involvement not only doesn't serve to have the kind of bond we want to have with our child, but this kind of involvement actually cripples our children and takes away the very thing we want to instill, which is the self-esteem that comes from working through your own challenges. So this would be the parent, for example, who does the child science fair project for them. This even goes beyond that. I mean, signing up for the courses, calling the school whenever there's an issue, really directing the child's life to a degree where that child isn't going to encounter any difficulty. And really, the message that it sends our children is, I don't believe you're capable of figuring this out, so I'm going to do it for you. I know when I was a kid, there were a lot of things. I mean, on a, on a beautiful day like today, my mother would say to me, you know, I don't want to see your face till dinner. Uh, you know, get out of the house. Now, we don't really say that to our kids today. We want them to check in, and I know it's a little bit of a different world, but one of the things that that taught me was you're going to have to go out today, kid, and you're going to have to deal with life, the squabbles in the playground. There were things that happened to me that I had to work through that my parents really weren't interested in working through for me, and I think it made me stronger. I think today what really gets us off track is we want a relationship with our kids. And this leads us to become so over-involved 
that I think we set up young people who grow into adults, and when life really hits them, once you get out of school, I don't think we're giving them the tools that they need to really have that kind of authentic self-esteem and, more importantly, meaningful success and meaningful failure. Meaningful failure. One of the things you write about is that parents don't put a value on their children failing. Just explain that one. Well, I think we need to teach our children, go for it. Go for the stars. You want to try out for that varsity team? Go for it. You want to apply to that school that's a reach? Go for it. Go down there. Make a case for them to take you. And you know what? If it doesn't work out, if you don't get into the team, if they don't accept you into their college club, you are going to be stronger for it. And I believe the effort that you put in to trying to go after something big will pay off later if it doesn't pay off in the short term. Rather than lower the bar and just help our kids lean towards achievable successes, we never teach them to stretch, to take a risk, to go after something big, to play big in life. And so if you want to play big in life and if you have high expectations, you've got to learn how to deal with failure. And failure actually can be more important as a teacher along the way, sometimes, than success. Our guest on InfoTrack is Laura Gauld. She directs the family education programs for the Hyde Schools based in Bath, Maine. And she's also the co-author of The Biggest Job We'll Ever Have. Laura, another thing you write about is the introduction of honesty into all aspects of family life. Now, what exactly does that mean? Well, I look at honesty this way. Most of us, and most parents I run into, we all want our kids to be honest, and we want to be honest. I mean, that's most people. But I see what happens in families, especially as the kids start to grow up. The kids don't want to tell us the truth, and we don't really want to know the truth. Because we're so busy, we got plans, we're not, we don't often live in the present, we're out ahead of ourselves. And the truth can complicate things. And so we talk about putting the weight of our foot in being truth over harmony. That when in doubt, we're going to get into it. We're going to say how we feel. If you think your child is being dishonest about something, but you don't have any proof, stop everything and get into it. Sometimes we don't really want to know. And I'll give you an example on one of my children. I mean, she was a straight-A achiever and just really your perfect child in so many ways. And when she hit adolescence and the first time I realized that she had gotten involved in drugs and alcohol. And at first, I so downplayed that in my mind. I thought, well, gee, maybe she just experimented a little bit because she's my straight-A. She's my achiever. She is the student that everybody else wants their kids to hang around with. And when I finally got out of what I call la-la land and realized there's a lot of things going on with this kid, and in her own way, she's trying to rebel and she's trying to figure out what her role is in the family, just because she gets straight A's doesn't mean, as an adolescent, she's not going to struggle with peer pressure. And so the whole exercise that we went through together not only helped her, it probably helped me more than her because I realized don't let your child's achievements become part of your trophy case. Your book outlines 10 separate concepts, but one of the principal concepts in your book is creating something you call a character culture. Maybe you can explain what that character culture is. Sure. I think what we're operating right now in our culture is two very separate worlds. We have the youth culture, 
which is every parent's nightmare, the fear that our kids will get sucked into drugs, alcohol, abusive sex, bullying, the Internet in a very negative way. And our students are exposed to that youth culture every single day. And it doesn't matter whether you live in the suburbs or rural or inner city America. That culture is strong and getting stronger. That culture also encourages secrecy from adults and kind of giving the adults just enough to keep them off their back. Then we have, as adults, our own adult culture where we get caught up in our achievements, our image, not wanting to really be honest about what's really going on in our families, our own secrecy, and a character cultures where we put at the center the principles and the values that we hold sacred in our family. Integrity, hard work, courage, concern for others, taking risks. Whatever your principles are, that's at the center of the family. And that way, everybody has to work on those because... I'm 51. No one can say to me, Laura, you have all the honesty you need for the rest of your life because that's just simply not true. Sounds like a lot of what you're talking about is changing not the attitude of the child, but changing the attitude of the parent. You got it right there. That is a big assignment. That's tough, isn't it? It is. That's the whole thing. We spend so much time when we talk about parenting and raising our children about our children when it really has very little to do with our children. One of the biggest mistakes I made as a mother was thinking I had to look like I had it all together to inspire my kids, but that does not inspire our kids. We can't do it alone. We need other people. We need coaches. We need teachers. We need aunts and uncles and neighbors. It is true, that cliche, that it does take a whole group of people to develop a child. Laura, do you have a website where people could get more information? We sure do. It's Hyde, H-Y-D-E dot E-D-U. Laura Gall, the co-author of The Biggest Job We'll Ever Have, Find the Right Balance Between Character and Achievement for Your Child. Laura, thanks for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. It's a disease 20 million are struggling with, and you or your children may be at risk. What you need to know to stay healthy, coming up. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this.